Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I really love you and I'm really happy you're here. Ah! <sighs> Your girl has been MIA. Anyways, welcome to Messy with Jesus podcast. Your host, Anais Guerra, ready and fired up to get back on this pod because a girl has been shy of three months. Of three months off the pod. And you know what? I'm going to give myself grace. I'm not even going to stress about it of how long it's been since I recorded. And you know what? We're just, the point is, is that we're back and we're fired up and we're ready to go. So since I have been MIA for three months and I do take my podcast very seriously, I love it. I enjoy it. It's like that one thing that makes me happy and I don't feel like I'm, it just, I love it, right? I wanted to do, what is it called when you record yourself in a podcast? What are those called? Like, not only audio recordings, but like a visual. I wanted to do like a YouTube podcast. And you know what? I think like the number one thing that I love about podcasts, my podcast right now, is that I can literally get on, talk your ear out without having to put makeup on, <laughs> without having to wash my face. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Am I really putting myself out there right now? <gasps> I'm in sweats. Like, a sweater, sweatshirts. Like, I'm bumming it. Um, My dad just left, right? Like, it's just like, kind of like, I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna get on the pod right now. Right now, I'm gonna get on. And like, I think that's why. I love it so much because it doesn't feel like I have to work to get on, right? I don't have to do my face, my hair, my makeup. Like, I'm breaking out right now. Like, I have a lot of pimples on my face and I have pimple patches on my pimples. And I'm like, look, listen, Linda, like, think about it. If I really wanted to do a whole podcast episode for, like, not only audio, but also visual, like, the amount, you know, of time I would have to spend on, like, doing my makeup and making sure you can't see my pimples and doing my hair, what what outfit am I gonna wear you know like setting up the camera setting you know just like there's just so so much setup to do with it and like the fact that I could just boop, plug in my microphone boop, audio recording on bada bing bada boom we got my coffee here we got my bible open we got my phone open Ugh, I think that's why I love it so much and I just wish that I had more content to post on my Instagram page the messy with Jesus podcast, Instagram, I don't really have much content on there. I think that's the only reason why I want to do visual recordings because I can get clips from my YouTube videos and post them on Instagram and that way I can like get people alerted here. But one day, you know, one day it'll be something that I take my time doing so. But right now, I'm just going to enjoy the process of just recording my voice. And for whoever is listening to this episode, I appreciate you so much. And if you listen through the whole thing, I love you so much because it means the world to me. Because again, who am I? Who am I that you're playing me in your car right now? Who am I that you're playing me while you're getting ready for work right now? Who am I that you're playing me while you're doing cardio, right? Like the the fact that you took the time to push play on my episode and you're listening to me, it means the world to me. Yeah, you won't regret it. <laughs> unless unless me and you can't align spiritually, mentally, like 
jokingly wise like if me and you personality wise can't relate that is totally fine you don't have to be here you don't have to stay here but if you're like yo i vibe with this girly or oh okay i i kind of see where she's going with that then that's all that matters and i love you so much and i just you know if you come from my instagram or if you just come from Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and you just happen to find my episode, I would love to hear from you. You can DM me, whether that's on my major my main Instagram page or my podcast page. Like I would love to hear from you guys. Like, let's chit chat. Because if it's one thing I want to do when I come back on this pod is to connect with you guys. That's the whole point of why I do social media is to connect with people. And I want to connect even on a deeper level, more than just fitness, more than just working out, more than just staying healthy. I want to connect on the deeper mentally, spiritual level. Like, how are you guys doing? Because it's rough out here. It's rough in the park. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. But you know what? We're going to keep pushing, we're going to keep striving, we're going to keep praying because <laughs> this is a long intro, it's already five minutes. Did I already do my intro? Let's just dive in. So I went ahead and left question boxes on my Instagram, Anaiskera, my fitness page, kind of lifestyle and fitness page, and I did get some responses and they're kind of lengthy, so I have that to cover, but I feel like I didn't even need the questions. I feel like I'm ready to go. Like, how we doing? How we doing? I don't know when I'm going to launch this episode. Like, happy Friday if it's Friday or happy Saturday if it's Saturday. Um, It's actually Father's Day this Sunday coming up. So, happy Father's Day to all the the fathers out there. Um, Love ya. Love ya. Love our dads. And, uh, okay. So... Um, I don't know if I want to dive into the questions or if I just want to kind of like roll with what I'm feeling, but I think I'm just going to go ahead with some questions because I did put a question box on there. So if you're listening and you follow me on my Instagram, I love you so much. Thank you so much for the questions that you left me. I love people who just engage or leave like happy notes or questions and they're really seeking for, I don't know, let's just connect. Let's vibe. Let's do it. Let's do the first question. Okay. So this one, it says, I want to start going to the gym, but I get scared. How do I get comfortable? So a fitness question. I love it because that's what I'm rooted from. I love fitness. I've been doing the gym. I've been active ever since I was like, I could walk. Like I've always did sports growing up. I loved running. I loved doing all that. So you want to start going to the gym, but I get scared. How do I get comfortable? Scared. And I just want to know, well, the thing is, I can't ask you questions. I just kind of have to assume where you're coming from. And I I feel like maybe you're scared because you don't know exactly what to do and you don't want to get embarrassed or you feel like everybody's looking at you and you don't really know what you're doing. And I just want you to know, honestly, everybody's who goes to the gym, I'm not going to lie, they probably, probably think they're the main character, right? Some people walk in the gym, be like, they own the gym. They're going to get a crazy workout in. They're into their gym outfit. They're they're looking for their gym crush or something. And they're just focused on that. And I feel like if you're new to the gym, and let's say you get on the treadmill. Let's say you go down the Stairmaster. I, I promise you, I promise you, I feel like nobody's really, like, paying attention to you. I feel like 
Everybody who goes to the gym, they're like, I'm the main character. I'm going to do this workout and I'm so proud of myself because I got myself to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be thinking like that sometimes. I'm just hyper-focused. Like, I got to get in there. I got to do my cardio. I got to get this lift in. And like, yeah, I can glance around. I can see people, but I'm just so like, I got to get this set in and this set in. And I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling my gym fit. Okay. And then I'm like taking pictures on, you know, and it's just like, I feel like, Nobody is really hyper-focused on anyone else. You know what I'm saying? That we don't know. Like, let's say if we know somebody, like, oh, I know them. And you say hi and you keep moving. But I feel like nobody really pays attention to, like, anybody else who's working out. Anybody who's in there, we know we're doing our grind. We get in there. We do our workout. And I feel like, I keep saying that. I feel like there's nothing you should be scared of um, if it's maybe, like, worrying if you look silly do using some sort of machine or silly just stepping in there because it's not your natural environment but coming from someone who goes to the gym four to five times a week when I go in there I'm not like hmm let me see the newbies like girl I'm just like shush I made it to the gym let's let's get this done let's get this going like you know what I'm saying that's what I'm assuming that you're scared of yeah, that's, that's honestly what I'm thinking you're scared of. Because if it's anything else, I, I can't think of anything else that you'd be scared of. And then saying how you get comfortable. Like, honestly, if you never really step foot in the gym too much and you're just timid or you get social anxiety, I would start with, like, getting on that treadmill. Or getting, yeah, I would say treadmill because not a lot of people like the Stairmaster. They're like, I'm dying on here. Can I get off? So I would get on the treadmill, do a like light 5, 10 minute, 15 minute walk, you know, get some good music playing, maybe put on a podcast. And while you're listening to a podcast or listening to some good music, you know, you're getting good sweat in, you're getting your your blood pumping. And then you could also scope out the area. You could scope out the gym, you know, like if that makes you feel more comfortable, instead of going right into the weight section, instead of going right into the machines, scope out the area, you know, get on the treadmill, look around, be like, hmm, maybe I can attack that corner over there and just get a dumbbell or just get a kettlebell and do something there. You know what I'm saying? Like, ease your way into it. I feel like you shouldn't dive yourself right into it. Like, maybe go to the bathroom, <laughs> check your outfit, be like, all right, cool, I'm good, go get on the treadmill, play some good music, scope the gym out, get into that comfortable state, and be like, okay, like, I'm gonna do 15 minutes of cardio, 20 minutes, whatever you do, and then be like, all right, I'm gonna go to this area, because it looks like people are less in this area, you know what I'm saying, and then, like, if that's all you can do, just be proud that you went to the gym, you got your body moving, you did some exercises, and if you feel like you're ready to go, then go, you know what I'm saying, it's not too much pressure that you should put on yourself, it's just, like, at least you got your body moving, you did some exercises, you got in there, and you conquered that fear, and, like, the next day, do the same thing again, and sooner or later, you're gonna get comfortable. You're going to see the same people. You're going to get comfortable with seeing the same people. You're going to get comfortable with going at whatever time that you go to. And then you're like, okay, maybe today, instead of like going to that corner, I'm going to go to the weight section or I'm going to go to the turf area. Like it's like baby steps little by little. And it's just like, you don't have to get in there and have the best work out of out of your life the first day you get back or the second day. It takes baby steps and I believe in you. I believe you can get comfortable and all if all you do is get on the treadmill and walk 20 to 30 minutes and get in the sauna, 
that is beautiful. That's sometimes, that's all you need, you know? And then the next day you're like, hmm, maybe I want to do something else. And you're, you're going to feel that in your soul. I believe it for you. I believe you're going to be like, well, today I want to, instead of doing 30 minutes, I want to do 15 minutes. And then I want to go stretch and do some kettlebell exercises on the turf room or in the, in the quiet mirror room, or, you know, just scope out the area, see where you feel more comfortable, do a couple exercises and like, Little by little, day by day, you're going to realize like, wow, like I want to go do this and you feel more comfortable doing it. So I hope that helps. That was kind of a lot, but I feel like that's the way to go. And I believe in you and you got this. And it's just about moving your body and releasing those endorphins and getting a good sweat. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I know social media nowadays has these crazy workouts, deadlifts and squats and walking lunges and heavy, heavy weights. And it's just like, sometimes it's different for everybody. Not, it's not looking at your favorite fitness influencer and be like, that's what my first day of going back to the gym is going to look like, or my first month. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It takes increments. It takes days. It takes months. So just be happy that you take that first step to get in there and get comfortable. You got it, okay? You got it. I believe in you. I believe in you. Okay, next question. How do people balance out relationship with God, school, gym, and work? I'm going to need a coffee sip for that one. Um, that is something to this day that I'm still trying to learn and I feel like everybody has different journeys because either you're married, you have kids, or you're just married and you have two jobs or you're single but you have three jobs or you're single and you have two jobs and then you have a social life and like you know it all depends um but I believe that if you put God first it's like God above everything else because who created us (laughs) who created us the creator of the universe right so if we're over here prioritizing like let's say school, then work, then gym, and then God at the end, it's like, I like to think about it like, well, who created, who created the universe, who created us, and who created this life, and who gave us breath every single day this morning, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, and I put God first every single day of my life, but you have to think about him at least every single day of your life, right, so if all you can do is say a little prayer in your shower, or when, before you get out of bed, that's a good start to your day, And, um, I feel like if you do a little prayer, maybe a little devotional time, journaling, praying in your journal, um, in the morning, if you're an early person, I say, you know, do that in the morning, have some quiet time in the morning, but let's say you have kids and you wake up and they're already up and they're running around and you have to make them breakfast and you have to get them ready and you have to take them to practice or daycare or school and then you have to go to work. I feel like maybe even on that drive to drop kids off or even on your drive to go to work, I would be like, put on a Christian podcast or put on some Christian music or just be like, thank you God for another day. I know it's already crazy. I know the kids are already running around, but thank you Lord for today. And I feel like as long as you put God first, balancing everything else will kind of just come into play. And I feel like when you mean like balancing your relationship with God I feel like you think it has to be something like so huge that you like set out every single day some time for him. But, you know, all it takes, if you can't spend more than 20 minutes with God, I would just say even sending out a good 
prayer, a prayer for yourself, a prayer for your kids, a prayer for your husband, a prayer for your friends, a prayer for your family, all together, that's still powerful in itself. And I'm barely getting to learn how powerful praying is because I used to be the one, not really um, a big prayer person. Maybe the only time I would pray would be like if I went to church and I feel like I've been being attacked by the enemy um, a lot, <laughs> like spiritually. And uh, a girl has been praying more and praying out loud because sometimes when we say prayer in our head, it ain't loud enough for God or even the devil to hear. So we gotta, we gotta pray with some powerful, powerful words, um, out loud and believe it. And yeah, if you can't spend some time in your Bible or devotional or in a Christian book every single day, I just say a good rooted, firm prayer. And I believe that that's enough for God because he'd be like, Hey, yo, I got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay next question how do you try to find yourself in life when you feel you're stuck in the same situation oh man these are kind of tough I'm not ready for this actually I'm not ready for this same situation and and by the thing I mean same situation like I can't even ask you like well what do you mean what kind of same situation like same job, same routine, same relationships, different people, same relationships. Like, what do you mean? And I'm going to go ahead and take it by your life has been like the same job, same co-workers, same friend groups, and maybe same, you keep getting in the same relationships, maybe. I don't know. What? How do you try to find yourself in life? When you feel like you're stuck in the same... Switch it up. Do something different. Get uncomfortable. Like, do something new. Take on a new hobby. Take on a new journey. Like, if you haven't taken a spiritual journey yet, or if you haven't even tried to seek God further, you know what I'm saying? Take on that journey. Get uncomfortable. Ask these questions. Do some knowledge. Um, If you feel like... I feel like it's almost like you can't find purpose in your current situation. Ooh, I think that's... Because it's like, I've been in same situations, like, sometimes I'm like, I am kind of tired of seeing the same people at the gym, seeing the same people at the grocery stores, like, being in the same environment. Sometimes I'm like, I need to move. I need to get out of here. I need to go live in the city. Like, but sometimes when we feel that way, when we feel like running away from our hometown, when we feel like running away from, like, the same routines, it's mainly because we feel purposeless. And I just want to ask you, like, what is your purpose? Or ask yourself, what is your purpose? Um, what ignites your fire inside your spirit? Are you close with God? And if not, how can you get close to him? How can you seek out to him? Because when I tell you that you're like close to God and you have a firm foundation with him, he will fill you in all ways possible with joy, with peace, with happiness, with purpose, with excitement and all of these things. And uh, just ask yourself, like, are you in a close relationship with God and is he giving you purpose? Like, has he given you things that he wants you to do in this life? And yeah, I feel like if you are in the same routine, some same situation, change it up a bit. Get a new hobby. Seek God more. Ask some questions. Be like, what do you want me to do here, God? Like, why am I still here? Why am I maybe in the same hometown? Why am I still in this relationship? Why do I still have the same friend groups? Like, ask him and you shall receive. And a little bit, 
a little bit about that. Like sometimes if you're not good with hearing from God, I would start listening to Christian. (laughs) This is not me telling you to listen to me, but like there's Christian podcasts that I listen to where God speaks to me and I'm like, dang, you know, like if you guys don't already listen to Tim Ross, The Basement is a really, really, actually that's the only podcast I'm gonna promote on here because it's like, that's the one that he will speak to you. He, it's really great. I tend to recommend. And uh, I would just say like, start listening to Christian podcasts and kind of like seek more of a of a spiritual purpose rather than like living your day-to-day life, going to work, taking care of your kids or being a good girlfriend or being a good wife. Like there's more to that in our day-to-day life. It's seeking God. It's having a relationship with him. It's asking, what do you want us to do in our current situations? Because maybe it sounds like you're well off but you're like bored or maybe like you're just stuck and you feel like purposeless and it's like well you went to school you got your degree you're doing the job and you still feel like stuck and I feel like seek God because he will let you know where he wants you to go you know what I'm saying because it's like I'm still in my same hometown I'm still in my same house and I'm like still well a lot of things has happened in the past year that is not same anymore, but that's because I've been seeking God more and he's been leading me to different areas and different places and stuff like that. Not places, but just like, you know, outgrowing things, outgrowing friend groups, outgrowing people. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, if you don't want to be stuck, then realize where you're not thriving and outgrow it or just move forward, rise above, seek God, praise the Lord. (laughs) All right. Uh, Meet new people. Get out there. Like, you know how like Bumbles used to go dating? Like, use whatever it is to meet new people, have new fresh conversations. Maybe all you need is a good fresh conversation with an individual who has the same morals, who has the same alignment, who has the same goals as you. Sometimes it's just getting out of your comfort zone and maybe even being around people who you've never thought you'd be around who are like, have businesses and doing their thing and entrepreneurs and you're just like, whoa, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's just getting outside of that. And I'm going to take my own advice on that because it's like, I totally feel you. I feel stuck sometimes. And I'm like, it's just like, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I I don't like gatherings, but I think that's something I'm going to take for myself is just like trying to do different things and meeting new people and environments and putting yourself out there and learning from other people. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. And even counseling, like Christian guidance counseling. Um, I know it kind of sounds like high school stuff, but you'd be surprised like how many churches offer counseling and lead you to the path where it you can learn from the Bible and take the steps of like, if you do feel stuck, what are the ways biblically, biblically to not feel that way? Okay. Next question. Um, oh, it says, <laughs> shout out to this person. IDK, how to word it correctly. But have you always been religious or what made you get closer to? And I'm pretty sure they're talking about closer to God or closer to faith. And, um, 
that's how I'm going to take it. And I was raised Catholic, but never spiritually connected to God. Um, since I was little, you know, I've always gone to like Saturday night, like, I don't know if people know this. I don't even know what it was called. Grupo. I think it was just called Grupo. And it's just like where we meet and it's kind of like church, but it's not church, but it's on Saturday night and it's Grupo and it's basically a pastor or just people preaching about God and we get together and sometimes they had a little like hot chocolate and conchas or whatever <laughs> and sometimes I'd just be knocking out I'd be like mom do I have to go to Grupo can I be a regular kid and like stay in on a Saturday and just watch movies but my mom would take me to Grupo and we would just freaking go and I had no idea what the guy was talking about and like I understood Spanish, but I guess just not that well where I never really connected. And I'm just like, and they'd always be yelling. They'd be like, ah, you know, and I'd be like, mom, he always yells so loud and I always get a headache. Do I have to go? So I went to Grupo and then Sunday morning comes around and we go to church, Catholic church, but I just never really connected um, on a spiritual level. I, I, I knew and I believed in a God, but I just never knew that we were supposed to have a relationship with God. Like ra being raised Catholic, I always felt like everything that I did was wrong. Everything that I did was sinful. Like I had anger issues when I was a kid. Like I never really felt like good. So I'm like, God doesn't love me. Like I'm a bad kid. <laughs> and I had a lot of anger issues and I'm just like, Every time I'd go to church, I'd be like, it just never really made me feel good. Like, I didn't really feel that love there. And maybe it's because I didn't understand Spanish or maybe because Catholic church is very like, it's, it plays out. It's not like a sermon. It's like, it plays out with like reading certain stuff and then like the, pa or the priest does talk a little bit, but then it would just be like, th then this, then this, then this, then this, and then communion and then bada bing, bada boom, get out of here. I don't know. I just never connected and it's kind of sad. I feel like I've always believed in God, but I was never close to him. Not until I was like 15, 16. Like I never really prayed to God. I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. Have I ever prayed to God? I think I just had a lot of like, you know, your teenager years where you just go through it and you feel like you're alone and nobody understands you and you just don't want to do life anymore. I had those years. And then 15, 16, I think me and my sister, my sister got invited to a Christian church and she's like, hey, do you want to come with me? And I was like, all right, let's go. And we step in there and we're like, whoa, what is this place? Because they had like a live band, just like drum, drummers and guitar, a whole stage, lights, people, people have coffees and Gatorades and muffins and cookies while going into church. And it's like, from coming from a Catholic church, there was no drinking, no eating, no nothing unless you were a baby, right? Which is fine, it's respectable, but it was just so strict and you would always be looked down upon if you were like eating a little like cookie or something or like drinking like some coffee, like it was just no go. And like you had to dress nice, like you just had to dress nice. And like here, people were just wearing jeans and t-shirts or a hoodie or like chanclas. And I'm like, what is this place? <laughs> and why do people look happy here? <laughs> but long story short I was never really I was never really close to God until honestly it's been a whole journey I don't feel like going into this in a whole podcast because it's it's been a journey 
it's been a journey. It's been a, it's been a learning journey. And I feel like the more and more you seek him, the more and more closer that you get to him, the more you learn about him. And I feel like maybe this, these past couple of years, I want to say 2021, 2022, and 2023 has been the closest I've been to him spiritually. Like we're, I can hear from him and I'm open to hearing from him with other people and like actually doing things that he asked me to do, like being obedient. But as far as religious, I want to say for me, religious is kind of like having a man-made, see, I don't even want to say this because I don't want to offend people and I'm not saying that I'm a professional in this, but I feel like Catholic Catholicism? Catholicism? I don't know. It's like there's a lot of rules and regulations that are placed before almost like accepting your forgiveness from God. And I feel like that's so incorrect, especially coming from younger people where they feel like they have to do this right and this right and confess their sins to a complete stranger. That was one thing I did not like like when you couldn't take communion unless you confess your sins to a complete stranger. Yes, he's a priest. Yes, God ordained him to be a priest. But I still felt uncomfy talking to somebody. And I always knew that at a young age. I'm like, why do I have to tell this man that I don't even know? Like at a young age, subconsciously, I was like, I feel so uncomfortable. And I would tell my mom, I don't feel like telling this guy my like darkest deepest secrets and sins I don't feel comfortable doing that and like I did it one time and I'm like I'm never doing that again I'm never doing that again and I wouldn't even tell him anything I was just like I just pray to God that um that he will like make me be a better daughter and not be so angry and uh just be a good daughter and then he just prayed over me and like or like I don't even know but I and, and it's like in a little room so uncomfy and there was like a line of people going in and then you go in the room and you confess your sins like all, like being a christian and i just want to whoever's listening to me and if you feel like guilty or you feel like god doesn't love you and he can't forgive you all you got to do is get on your knees or if you just want to sit down ask for forgiveness confess your sins to god like to god you don't have to confess it to a priest and sometimes you don't even have to confess it to like a friend or, or a trust one it's recommended to so you can stay accountable but sometimes all you gotta be is like dear lord like i've been messing up and you just confess your sins to him you ask for forgiveness you ask for guidance and help and how to navigate life in certain temptations or certain areas and like you want to be more knowledgeable on how to carry yourself through life like that's all you gotta do is that prayer you know what i'm saying you don't gotta have to go in this like little room with the priest and confess your i don't know why am i getting off topic <laughs> but i would call that more religious and christianity is more of a lifestyle it's not really it's not too many rules and regulations i would just say it's having that one-on-one -on -one basis relationship with god with jesus and just praying and being like you know yo lord hey so this happened you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's not too much of those types of man-made rules and regulations, which I feel like that's what religion is, religious, like, practices are when you have to do certain amount of things throughout your day in order to receive God's love. And Christianity is like, 
just ask for God's love and you have God's love. You know what I'm saying? Just accept God and Jesus as your savior and you have that love automatically. You have that forgiveness automatically. I feel like that's what differentiates Catholic from Christianity. So what got me closer to God was realizing that all this time I was like a relationship with God. What does that mean? Like going to church more, being good more, sinning less. And it's just like having that one-on-one basis. And it starts with a small prayer and then it starts with reading your Bible more and then you just hear God more and louder or listening to more Christian podcasts where it's like, whoa, like I didn't know it would rock like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, 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 that's what I got to say. I feel like I got closer to him when, when was it? I feel like I felt him more. I've always had a relationship with him but I felt him more I want to say just last year where I went on a social media cleanse I bought my very first bible um I've always had a King James bible but I never read it because it was so hard to read I recommend the NIV um new what is it hold on new international version um and I just started reading and I started having more time to hang out with God instead of like being on my phone and on TikTok and on social media and creating and I I felt his presence more and I felt his voice more and just being surrounded by people who also believe that feels really good too people who also like pray to God and believe in God and um it's good to have those friends around you know what I'm saying Sometimes when you hear it from your parents or, like, your family, you're just like, yeah, I know, believe in God, go to church. But, like, when you actually have people your age who believe in God and who are seeking after him and want to share the good news, you're just like, you know what, this is this is nice and this is good and it's a great community. So, if it's anything that you get out of this long answer from that question is, like, I think it just takes... It just takes the first steps to get closer because I thought I was closer, let's say, a couple years back, but you start to realize once you realize how you're living in sin, it kind of does draw you and you may be like, oh, wow, like, so I have to stop doing this and stop doing this. Like, no, no, you don't. But I just think I was so wrapped around the wrong crowd or just had the wrong people around me. I'm not saying, like, recently. I'm saying, like, maybe years ago, like, people who never chased after God. Like, like I was in relationships who really didn't chase after God, who didn't really view God as a priority. And I'm just like, dang, like, I was always distracted. I was always in something that didn't put my faith first, that I didn't put God first. I always kind of put relationships first and I barely realized that I was being distracted this whole time because the relationship that me and God have is, whoo, is insane and sometimes it doesn't always feel strong and sometimes I don't always feel him presently here but when I tell you when me and God reconnect, we reconnect and we on fire and we coming back. We coming back stronger and better than ever and that's why I'm coming back on this pod because I really feel like he's being like, you need to get on the pod. You need to get on the pod. I'm like, little me. Little me, like, why me? But it's like, I can talk. And I'm very passionate about my faith. And I'm very passionate about God and Jesus. So, 
yeah, I hope that kind of helped and distinguish what, like, the difference a little bit from Catholic and Christian is because that's all I know because I was raised in Catholic churches and then I became Christian. So that's all I know. That's all I can really speak on. I'm not here to tell you about the different religions around the world and stuff like that, but I can only tell you about those two because I've lived those two. And I have to say that Christianity is more like a lifestyle for me. Um, And I hope that, you know, you can pray to God and just ask him where you want him to lead you into, you know, like what your purpose is in this life and what you, what kind of man or woman you want to be or like what kind of man or woman God wants you to be in this world. So, hope that helps and if not, let me know. DM me on my Instagram or Messy with Jesus podcast. Any of you guys that I've answered these questions and if you did listen to this whole podcast, let me know if it kind of helped and if it didn't or if you appreciate it or if you're like, eh, well, I was more like trying to figure this out. Let me know. Let's chit chat. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> and I think that's the last question I'm going to answer. Um, okay, maybe this one. What do people misunderstand about you most? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know because I don't really know what people are misunderstanding about me. But there's one thing that, like, really took me by surprise at my old job. I remember somebody was like, I didn't even know that you were a Christian. And I was like, and then that's when, like, that's when the tables flipped. That's when I was like, Jesus this and Jesus that and I believe in God and I don't care because, like, I feel like at my old job or, like, it could be anybody at any job, like, where people really don't talk about faith, people really don't talk about Jesus, depending where you work, if you can talk about God and your beliefs. But I was like, you know, that's the problem, that people didn't know I was Christian, that people didn't know I love Jesus. And I was like, that's the problem, pointed it out. I was like, that's not going to be me anymore. I don't want people to think that I don't believe in Jesus and I don't believe in a God. So I feel like I was just misunderstood because I looked like everybody else. I did what everybody else did. And the the one thing that I didn't do was talk about Jesus and God. So guess what I'm going to do now? talk about God and Jesus and I'm not like out there be like Jesus this and God this like at work but like if somebody has troubles or if somebody asks me what I believe in or if I go to church and what are my thoughts like I'll say it and like sometimes it's hard to say it because a lot of people are like yeah I don't even go to church I don't even believe in God I don't know it's all like like I've I've heard people talk and it's just like sometimes you do get intimidated because you don't want to be like that Jesus believer or that Jesus freak. But it's crazy because you do hear people conversating about your belief in like a very negative, nonchalant way. And I'm like, honey, like I don't say nothing. I'm not that Christian. It's like, I rebuke the devil in you. (laughs) Like, no, it's just more so like, it's sad because where are we going to go when we die? And I feel like people don't think about that. They just think that we're living our day-to-day life, going to work, doing this, doing that, going to the gym. But it's like, if we were to die tomorrow, where are you going to go? And if you really, really genuinely don't care, like a lot of people be like, I don't care. Just wherever I go, I guess. It's like, but like, it's not until you're on your deathbed. It's not until like you're taking your last breath where you're like, holy cow. And it's for a lot of people where it's like, where am I actually going? You know, where am I going to go? So, if you haven't thought about that, and if you don't know where you're going to go, 
I would take some time to reflect and think about if you've accepted God into your life, if you believe in Jesus, and if you want to believe in Jesus. You know, you could surrender your life to him and start this new journey, and it's great. You know, there's a lot of people that say it, like, like, if you don't believe in anything and you don't practice any beliefs, um, and you live your whole life like that, there's no really beneficial aspect to it. And, like, let's say heaven doesn't exist, but, like, you still don't practice good, you know, basic principles, it's, like, you don't really mess out on anything. But if you practice good principles and a positive way of living and a peaceful way of living and do believe in heaven and do believe in Jesus and, like, there is a heaven, you go to heaven. But if there isn't, well, you still lived your life very positively and peacefully and joyfully because you had the Lord in your life, right? So, you know, wouldn't you just rather live more positive, positively and hopefully and faithfully rather than not just because you're like, well, there is no heaven. So what's the point? But like, there is a point because it's the way that we live. It's better to live positively and hopefully and faithfully than to not. So I'll leave that with you. And, um, you know, like, let's say I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. And, like, I do all of this stuff and, like, there is no heaven in the end of it. Well, I still had a good, faithful, positive life rather than being, like, there is no heaven and I'm just going to live the way that I live. Because if I live the way that I'm going to live, I'm going to let anxiety overrule me. I'm going to let fear overrule me. I'm going to let depression overrule me because I felt all of those feelings and I do still feel all those feelings. But there's still that one hope and that one peace that comes down from heaven to to let me know that everything's going to be okay, right? But if I didn't believe in God, like, I'm just going to let those things overrule me. And that's not the way to live, man. Because it's like, I felt anxiety and I feel fear. And it's just like, the enemy just wants you to think that this world sucks. And you're a slave to the world. And you're a slave to sin. And you're not free. But one thing that Jesus and believing God lets you know is that you are free and you have the will to be peaceful and restful and have joy and have hope for the future and know that his life is in your hands. And if I believed that my life was in my own hands, my own hands, it'd be ruined. It'd be ruined. I'd, I'd have no hope. But yeah. All right. That's 42 minutes. I think that's enough. I hope some of this made sense. I'm probably going to listen back to it and be like, I sound like a crazy person. But you know what? It came from the heart. It came from the soul. That's exactly how I feel. This is kind of how I would talk to my friends about it. No, hold on. I'm recording a podcast. Don't you understand? Um, so I hope you take whatever you took. And I love you so much. And just know that Jesus loves you. And I'm not a Jesus freak. I just love Jesus because he's given me and gotten me through so much stuff, dude. Like, that's why I vouch for my beliefs. Because I've gotten through some crazy stuff. Mentally. Physically. Relationships. Like, he's gotten me through it. And I couldn't be who I am today without my relationship with him and his forgiveness and his peace and his grace and his hope. So yeah, that's all I got. And if you want to keep chit-chatting about this personally on one-on-one, don't be afraid to message me, memo me on my Instagram. And I just really, 
hope that this can reach somebody and actually take it seriously because I talk like this to like my friends sometimes when I get very passionate but like when I realize that I'm going to release it to people who don't even know me on a spiritual personal level they're going to be like she sounds like a crazy person but like my friends they know everything that I've been through they know the you know people who've done me bogus or like just stuff like that and just all makes sense and why I talk about my beliefs this way but when you don't know me it might kind of sound a little bit crazy so if you have any questions just don't 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 feel shy to reach out because I'm here to, to, to spread the good news. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Stay blessed. Stay prayed up and I'll be praying for you and, uh, have a good one. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs)